wonderful life. Okay, I'm waiting on a few more people. You know, it's been it's been quite a day. It's been quite a day. I can imagine that people have been busy, but we're gonna give them some time to come on everyone. Yes. So we're gonna give the people some time. Hold on, this is a little fuzzy. Okay. Hi! We're just waiting on a few more people to come on. Well, you guys can let me know. Um. Alright. Okay. This is this is the official you know ask Gabby like this is the official thing. Wow, wow yes. I I'm here. <laughs> You're here, woo! Okay, so we're going to give our people a bit more time. So you can right. join me for the like talk about it section. That should be fun. Okay, cool, no problem. Yeah. Alright, more people are rolling in, that's cool. Hi, Jasmine. Yes. And treasure done. <laughs> Always on time. But as you guys come in, you can just tell us, you know, like, how has your day been so far and everything? Your week, all of that. into Ask Gabby. Right now I have a special guest, the Daniel Mullins. Guys, Daniel does so many things. It would be like a shame to leave off anything. So Daniel, tell people who you are and what you like to do on the phone. All right, cool. So um, thank you so much for having me. First of all, Gabby. Gabby is amazing, guys. I don't know if you know, but she's amazing. Yeah, let's start there. Um, personally about me, I am... Um, Basically, it comes down to three things. I'm interested in tech, people, leadership, oh, well, four, and the arts. So kind of mixing all of those together. Um, so, you know, I'm in 
technology for health and doing a whole lot of youth advocacy on that side um, in the international space. Um, but I also love making documentaries and kind of amplifying that Caribbean and also youth voice. So, you know, film is another medium for me to do that through. And then overall, I love people and leadership. So, you know, FST, GC, everybody know FST, Guild Committee, um, as well as the many other places that, you know, I mean, you know, lend a hand in. So, yeah, that's what it comes down to. People, leadership, technology, and the arts. All right. Nice, nice, nice. Love to hear that. So if any of you, for some reason, you don't know Danielle, now you know what she's about. Okay, so... Everyone for Ask Gabby, in the first section before our discussion, we have something entitled, let's talk about it. So we review things that happened in the past week. And Daniel, something really exciting happened today, no, Daniel? Really? Coffee, as we just heard, oh. she just got, <laughs> yes, a big, 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 big mm -hmm. Calvin Klein deal. So I'm excited for coffee. Every time you see her do something amazing, she just comes and she shocks you again and she, she just keeps going up, 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 and up. And I, I love, love about her. I love how she like keeps reinventing herself because as you know, <laughs> casually scrolling through Twitter and Instagram, I'm like, wait, you know, you see the photo, you're like, hold on, I've, I've never seen this coffee before, you know? Exactly. So I love that she, she can just present herself in so many different ways and still be authentic to that whole, you know? coffee vibe and still be making amazing brand deals she's she's beyond like amazing you know mm -hmm. all right so that's coffee the next thing it's a bit sad but it's not that sad so bunny whaler he passed uh, yesterday right rest in peace if you guys don't know bunny whaler for some reason listen to the last part whaler right whaler so he's a part of bob marley and the whaler so Bob passed on before Peter Tosh passed on and Bunny Whaler, he was the last, last person mm -hmm. to pass on. And to me, it's really cool and it's really important because I even did a presentation today because what school is important. But I did a presentation today about like, Roots Reggae and its impact across the world. And when these guys were alive, mm -hmm. they all impacted places outside of Jamaica. And yeah. it's really, really cool. So... That's my take on Bunny Willow. I found that pretty, I mean, it, it feels like the end of an era almost, you know? I mean, it just, just just to hear the news and just to be like, whoa, you know, he was the last living person from the Whalers. I mean, I remember being in Peru, in this mm. like little small town in Peru, and every morning, well, not even morning, like all day, every day, it is Bob Marley playing. And I was like, you know, it's de mi país. You know, it's, it's from my country. It's from my country. And people were like, whoa, what? And I remember them start inviting me to parties outside. And they're like, yo, it's a Jamaican. This is like, she come from where? Bob Marley come from, you know? Um, and that was pretty cool. Another guy was like, you know, you know, you saying both and then people about like, Bob Marley and his music. Amazing how it has transcended generations and geography. Like, that's, that's next level. Yes, yes, yes. Love that. The other point now, Daniel. This one, this is just beyond sad. So guys, just know that this is going to get heavy, okay? So on the weekend, Nationwide, they dropped a documentary, right? Oh. They dropped the documentary for Jasmine Dean. Mm -hmm. When I saw it dropping, you know, I was like, I'm not even watching this right now because I know myself, I just go in ball, like, yeah. all of these 
of but actually just listen to it to hear if there was anything valuable in it and i would say one i'd recommend everybody if you haven't watched that documentary go yes, and watch it definitely you should be able to manage it mm -hmm. and two to me just highlighted that there's so many problems like i can't even blame like one person or one entity there's just so many things that went wrong true your heart can't take it yeah um so. i i actually i had a film critique due for one of my film classes and we had to you know review a documentary so i ended up writing it on that um i mean that's mostly about like technical stuff and how was the production done and blah 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 but overall i found it to be so like it moves you because you're just like, how is this possible in Jamaica? Like, I mean, mo I think mo some persons are like, yeah, yeah, I go hear about that abroad and so on. But I think for many persons, it was the first time you're hearing of somebody just full on, like a, just an ordinary U.S. student just full on disappearing like that. And there's literally just nothing that can even really track down who that specific person did or where she is or et cetera. So it really was so touching. Um, and I just felt like it highlights how many different actors have to be on their A game, like all the time, basically. <laughs> because, you know, as Cliff Hughes highlighted, the university is one, the family is one, um, and other organizations that may be there, you know, trying to, or with, with the purpose of helping those with special needs. So it's such a complex issue. And just listening to you, I just took in a lot from just listening and saying, wow, you know, that's something that's happened and we all it's a big lesson for us to be honest in how we deal with those who have special needs but there's just so much that is also just not known and just mysterious and you're just like what really happened that night you know but yeah okay so again just to wrap that point of somebody said this really underscores that we really need to look out for our disabled community Ooh. and now the last point in the let's talk about this section and hi to everyone who's rolling in. Daniel, you see, Jasmine's story, it touched me. But you see, this story, like, it literally broke me. Yeah. Um, On Monday night, when I was listening to news, I heard about Jalisa, right? Oh, yeah. You see, I was listening to the news and everything, and I was like, oh, no, another health problem, another healthcare problem. But you see, when I heard her mother, like, tears literally filled my eyes and i'm like i can't i can't deal with it. i don't even know what to do to say mm -hmm. there are just so many things and it really shows the treatment that people can get at private healthcare facilities and public ones because mm -hmm. i was like if somehow jalisa ended up at andrews just like way before maybe there would have been a chance that she yeah. would have been okay or something and it really touched me because many people I know myself included we have asthma this literally could have happened to anybody no you said you cried for your mom somebody said that they cried for her mom yeah it, I just think it was another sense senseless death that could have been avoided yeah I agree with you um, because when I was watching I couldn't even finish actually <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't finish watching the video because I just, I just like this, like, like, just like you said, I also have asthma. And so, you know, many times when I was younger, we have to rush to the hospital or so on to get me nebulized in the night or, you know, early morning or whenever that is happening. And so when I saw that story, I was like, that literally, just like you said, that literally could have been me. 
Um, of course, you know, you have to add in COVID-19 and the fact that our healthcare providers are, you know, very stressed out one and two, just also very scared. I think we're operating in a time of a lot of anxiety and fright. Um, and so when they see somebody coming and them can be like, you know, COVID is a respiratory, has respiratory uh, symptoms. Yeah. So they're like, you know, they might have careful and to do the dial. So honestly, it's, it's, it's very complex, but I think we definitely do need a protocol though in place specifically for asthmatics and maybe like sinus or like illnesses that look very similar overall, basically. Um, because it, we, this cannot be the response. What we have currently in place that we're going to put them one side or so on because we fear is COVID, that's not adequate, but we have to plan for that ahead of time. So whatever Andrews and the other private institutions are able to do, I think it should also be done at um, all, all hospitals, really. And there's a comment from, from our doctor in training, Gals, and she yeah, said yeah. that she had a class today and the consultant with a consultant, and he took the time out to explain critical asthma symptoms to the students and when they need to act because the situation should have never played out that way. Mm -hmm. Agreed, agreed, agreed. And Janelle has a so, comment too. Public health mm -hmm. facilities need some shifting from morning. They have been, they have been slacking off, but COVID-19 makes it worse. They're stressed. We stress. Everybody's stressed right now. <laughs> but now, everyone, thank you for listening to Let's Talk About It. Now we're going to shift into the discussion, you know, what you saw on the flyer, what you're actually here <laughs> to listen to. So now, when you... Like the flyer, it said, the creative in STEM. So, Daniel, my first question to you is, when you hear the word dreamer and thinker, what immediately comes to mind? Uh, dreamer and thinker. Well, firstly, dream works. But secondly, um, dreamer for me means like, like somebody who's creating new futures and new possibilities. Um, and as you mentioned, being a creative in STEM, for me, you know, I see it as um, being able to cross-reference information from seemingly unrelated, you know, fields and information. And that's what creates that innovation. That's what creates that new reality because you're fusing together things that people don't normally look at together. Um, so, yeah, being a dreamer just means just thinking differently, thinking big outside the box and having these crazy ideas that people look at you sometimes and say, oh, we're going to do that. But you come up with the way, yeah. Well, when I hear dreamo, what immediately comes to mind, like a vis a visual comes to mind, like somebody with their head in the clothes, right? Somebody who's always looking for possibilities, someone who's always looking for a way to do things that yeah. they haven't been done before. And Unfortunately, a lot of people, I think there's a stigma, like people, they look at dreamers like they're crazy, like they don't have any use, like head out the clouds, come yeah. back down to our level. But that's what I think about when I hear dreamer. When you hear thinker, like what comes to your mind? Thinker? Um, I guess it would be kind of similar, but maybe thinker for me speaks more to like technical details though. Um, like going through that rigorous process of saying, all right, well, X and Y and Z and, you know, A and B and C, and this is the way it can be done, etc. So think of for me is more technical, whereas Dreamer is grand and just innovation, any new idea, anything can play, you know? Yeah. All right. 
So what I like that you said about that is that they do sound a bit similar. I do think that some people think that thinkers, they're very rigid. They know how to get things done. It will get done mm -hmm. and it's all right. But there has to be some form of overlap because oftentimes many dreamers get things done and they execute plans really well. So mm -hmm. for you, you highlighted before that different things that you're involved in and you're interested in. How do you balance the overlap of both? All right, so one thing I like to do, Gab, is um, kind of like killing two birds with one stone. I don't like that analogy because it sounds violent, but I'm going to use it for now for the sake of simplicity and explanation. Um, and what I mean by that is that I'm involved in projects that kind of combine both. And what I find interesting, you know, when I was coming to, like, from, from upper six, I would say, people were like, yo, you have to choose. Like, is either you're going into technology and you're going to be a tech person, or you're going into film and photography and like they're basically telling me like you can't be both and you can't be some big leader either like you know you have to choose and i remember almost having a crisis about it in like opposite so i was like i don't know what to choose i love both of them you know this is just me and um i would love to dabble in leadership too at the time and um i remember speaking to one person specifically i see he's probably a mentor That's Um, I, said, I remember speaking to one person and um, he was saying uh, you don't have to choose at this point in your life like you know you're so early on in that journey you don't need to be like having a crisis over that like stay stick the course um, stage start somewhere obviously um, but that doesn't mean that that's the only place you can be so when I originally applied for uh, applied to be a student at UE actually got accepted into the film course in Paramount. So that's actually where I was going to go at first. But I back with my parents and were saying, all right, you know what, start off with the software engineering. And because all my extracurriculars and I already work with TVJ and so on, all of that will still give you the, you know, the film experience. So leave it alone. And I'd spent a good amount of my gap year also doing film work. So it was like, all right, start off with software engineering and do the film on the side. And it was interesting because as I was, you know, zoning in academically, if you will, on software engineering and tech, um, the film world was coming right with me. I remember getting mm. acceptance into the Sundance Film Festival, and I was like, how am I even doing this? Because right now, I'm not a film student. I was the only person there, out of all of the interns that they accepted, I was the only person who was a tech student. Everybody else was actually in film and studying. So some of them were like, what, what are you doing here? <laughs> And I was kind of like, yeah, man, but this is my passion as well. I, I might not fit the typical narrative of how that might look, but, you know, I'm just as much here as you are. And when someone hear, what, you do 10 films already with a national TV company, what, you know? So it's overall, I want to encourage you guys. You may have different passions, but at the end of the day, I think there are some skills that are transferable against, across, I mean, any field, communication, you know, being able to present Just yeah, you're um, back. <laughs> um, yeah, so communication, dedication. Yeah, you're back. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's the, the my tablet had shut off for some reason. I don't know why. But yeah, um, it's you know some skills are just transferable against across any field, and I think you know you should work on some of those. So you know, in tech, don't ever discount 
like what you're learning in one field because a lot of it can be applied across others. So in tech, I've learned to be extremely technical. I've learned how to problem solve. I've learned how to identify what the actual problem is, even when the client don't know what the problem is, even though they think they know. Um, and so when it comes to a documentary, it's the same thing. We need, to, we need to figure out what the story is. What is the actual issue at hand here? It's the same kind of problem solving that's taking place. Um, and, you know, when I'm up on stage communicating, again, I'm trying to figure out what does the audience want to hear. It's another form of problem solving, right? What do they actually need in this moment? So it's the same skill being moved across both and different fields will like exercise that muscle in different ways. So it's like different exercises for the same that. muscle. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Wow, I'm learning too. <laughs> so Janelle says when God paves the road for you, you never understand. Preach. Big up yourself for that, Janelle. <laughs> um, you touched on something and I think it's very important. The parenting aspect is really important, mm -hmm. right? Because a lot of parents, they force their children and like, you need to do science. You need to pick something. You need to do it now. You're going to go to school. I am paying my money for this. <laughs> this is what you're going to do. Don't talk yeah. to me about a little, and they say, listen, a little singing, a little dancing. I don't want to hear anything about that. So I'm glad that your parents encouraged you with that. And I can even just look at my own story with, um, coming to UWE as well. Yeah. So when I came to UWE, you know, I applied to SciTech to do geology. So I'm here doing geology and I remember that I wanted to drop dancing, right? Because I'm like, okay, I'm in university. I need to focus all my energy on schoolwork. Can't be doing all these things outside now. And my mom was like, no, continue dancing with your company mm -hmm. so that when you are done with UWE, if it is that you want to dance full time, you can go dance full-time. You'll at least have your education as a yeah. backup in case you want to pivot and do something else. So, yeah, it's very important for parents to know, don't limit your children. Like, they don't want to limit themselves. Don't be the one to limit them. The mm -hmm. world already has enough of that. All right. <laughs> so, you already told us a bit about high school and the struggle that you had. So... How do you think the education system can foster creative people better? Hmm. Um, I, I have seen the government say that they're looking into making like specialized schools, um, for example, for technology or for the arts, etc. I think that's a good way to go. Um, but overall, I think we force and this is my opinion, I think we force children to choose too early on because I am looking at like third form and you're being told that, um, you know, you need to choose the subjects that are going to determine where you go in university, basically, because if you don't have this and that subject, then you can't sit this and that major in university. Like, I think that's a very, very early age to be deciding something big like that. Um, I do see the advantage in our current education system in that students are able to graduate earlier, right? Um, because um, if you look at like America's model, you know, they have an, another, they have four years for university. And a part of that is because you can spend the first year like exploring and doing different courses. And then you decide at the end of it and get serious under those courses for the other three years. They have a similar model in Canada for like, the um for the like um secondary and primary level where 
you know, for a lot of the development that students have at first initially is not actually subject-based or coursework material-based. It's focused on um, self-development, developing their confidence as human beings. And I think that would be a great addition to our, our education system, that kind of focus in the initial years um, on exploring and finding what you're interested in um, and then perhaps going into like specialized schools for whatever it is that you may decide you're interested in. Overall though, I think we need some sort of bounce back. Maybe we do have it, but I feel it needs to be more clear. You know, like for example, if you are in sixth four and decide <laughs> that what you are currently doing is not what you want to do going forward, you would like to, you know, change. Currently, it's very, very difficult to move at that point in time because you sat certain subjects at CSEP. You already sat certain subjects for Unit 1K. Um, you know, if you want to move from there, it's kind of difficult. I think there should be more flexibility to allow persons to change what their interests are because we're humans and, you know, it's going to change over time. Um, but also exposing persons to more of the creative careers. I don't think I'd ever met a film, did I meet a filmmaker in high school and, until like upper six, like that wasn't really exposed. I mean, my parents were like, yo. That's a bit late. Exactly. My parents were asking me, do you want to be a photographer? Do you, like, we're completely fine if you want to, because in high school I was known for photography at first. Then I started filming like upper six and leaving, but I was known as the photographer. Um, big up Trina. <laughs> Thank you. No flow. Um, but yeah, I think we should have a window one and two, we need to be exposed to more careers. And not just police, soldier, lawyer, um, whatever else. So sometimes tough. I tell people software engineer and they might ask me what that. <laughs> <laughs> they ask me what is that? Um, you know, there's some persons who even inside tech, you know, even science and technology, you would think that even though a lot of our education system pushes towards that, there's still a lot of taboo around it. Like, you know, when I speak to even persons in other countries like Trinidad and Kiev, there's the same taboo around FST. And parents are asking, you know, I make no money over there, so what are you going to make? What do you mean you're studying fish? What do you mean you're studying, you know, like, <laughs> that's Rock. the response. So we need to draw mm -hmm. our horizons, to be honest. All right, so just going back to some comments, Jarda said that students should always pursue their passions. Facts, facts, facts. It's your life. You need to be happy. Do that. And then Gab said, too many med students are in med to live out their parents' dreams and then they'll hand them their degree and then go do what they want afterwards. True. So true. And then someone else said that, like what you said, a blended approach would be good. I can even look back. When I was in high school, I, I just thank God that I like what I'm studying now because I switched <laughs> so many times. I relatively was so upset because in like eighth grade, I was like, I want to become a translator and interpreter. And one of my relatives said, oh, you know, you know, that might not really make sense if you yeah. want to come to the UK and so on. Enough people speak different languages. So I said, okay, I want to become a lawyer. And then I realized um, a lot of the technical things that might go into doing law. I'm like, okay, I don't want to do that. And then I switched I'm like, okay, I want to do petroleum engineering. I'm like, I'll, and I kept telling people, I want to do petroleum engineering without like the hard core mm. engineering, you know what I mean? So now I'm in geology and then I like policy and then I like art and then people are like, mm -hmm. what do you want to do? I'm like, <laughs> how about I just do something I like yeah. at different points in time? So you mm. never know how life may pan out is that all the interests that you have 
you may use them at different points in life. Mm-hmm. So maybe you become a filmmaker at some point, and then later you go hardcore into tech. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> who knows? Like, who knows? So how do you think that we can practically reduce the stigma around STEM on a whole and then integrate STEAM in Jamaica? There's a lot to talk about STEM, but not necessarily STEAM. Uh, that's that's so true. Um, and, you know, it's funny because I think they go hand in hand. And for those who may yeah. not know what STEAM is, it's, you know, science, technology, engineering, and then the A is for arts, and then mathematics is the M. And the reason they go hand in hand, people, is because this, because of this. Yeah, I'm going to make a big, big program, the next big, you know, soft piece of software that everybody is using. Ah, cool. But everything goes hand in order for that to take off and go well. I need it to be well designed. I need an attractive user interface. I need a proper marketing strategy in order to get it out across the place. I need proper laws and policy in place. Um, you know, if it has any, I don't know if it has any medical side effects or so on, but <laughs> even Instagram, they, there must be some side effects of scrolling on Instagram all day. Maybe it's mental health, but some medical something have to come in that as well. Yeah, even look into social sciences. I don't know why this keeps turning. Anyways, you might even look at um, social sciences and say, well, okay, what are the international policies and laws that my app has to you know, operate within those, those bounds. So really and truly, when I look at UE, I look at all the different faculties and I'm like, if I want a successful application, everything, everything has to come together in order for me to have a good business. So Gabby, as you said, like, I think that's, that's the first thing that we need to promote. Um, we're all in this together. No, no field of study or major is better than another one. It's just that they all have a different role or a different purpose that's going to tie into this bigger picture. So, yeah, I think that we should be promoting STEM by introducing it to students from a very, very young age. But don't introduce it as something that is separate and apart from, you know, like other stuff. Or it, like, don't introduce it as, what would I say, like, like this unique thing that cannot be trumped by anything else <laughs> like, like you. It's like, guys, you could go into science and technology. You could go into the arts and marketing and whatever else. You could go into, you know, so there's so many different ways to enter it from. And definitely the international space has taught me that. Because when I'm speaking to people and dialoguing with them, like, they come from so many different backgrounds. And they may end up in the same place where I am. But she did study philosophy at university. That's what her degree is. But the philosophy has taught her how to understand or make logical arguments or so on and so forth. And that, add, that contributes and adds to the discussion, whereas my technical background might add to it in a different way. So when that comes together, it's powerful. But yeah, we have to start from early childhood. We have to catch children from them knee high and show them little maths and X plus Y. <laughs> that's where you catch them, really. That's where the curiosity comes from. When you show them a you know, exploding volcano because you mix baking soda and this and that, like, you know, they're like, oh my goodness. I remember running to bookship to buy all kind of different experiment books because <laughs> experiment book because i want to learn how to do this and that i remember my, my dog passed away when I, I don't remember what age i was but i loved that dog like crazy so i kept a piece of, him, uh, of her ears or something which is not sanitary or so but i was young and just so excited um and i decided that you know i am going to try and bring her back to life sometime in the future 
Um, and I, I said I'm going to bring her back sometime in the future <laughs> with my, <laughs> my signs, something. And so I, I remember bringing out, what did I do? I did bring powder and all kind of stuff, which wouldn't have made sense at the time, right? But again, as a young kid, that just have all these different ideas. I was, I was constantly making, I tried to grow a plant in Play-Doh. Um, I had my little experiment oh. and I write down all the different stuff that I tried. Like, that was me as a, <laughs> that was me as a young kid. My parents were just like, <laughs> but they supported wow. me in it. They would buy me different, you know, little science kits and so on. But I was just bursting with ideas over. I remember okay, yeah, yeah, back again. This thing seems shutting off, but I'll turn off the thing. Yeah. So that was me as a kid. Um, I was like, yeah, if I have the ears, I can definitely bring the dog back to life. If I have a potato, I can definitely grow a tree or a plant in it. Um, I, I also tried to preserve toenails one time. And this one, mommy was like, yo, Daniel, stop. <laughs> I, I agree with mom. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That was, I was trying to preserve it by using toothpaste and listerine or something else and then i'll take cotton swabs and you know I, all kind of something i was just like yeah let's just try all the different things that we can try but i appreciate that they really supported me from that age they're like all right daddy you know don't tell me things are going too far but otherwise they're like yeah man go on through you know keep keep building <laughs> all right so at one point gabby gabby sees that she doesn't know why we're isolated in school when yeah. in the working world every field blends together true and the cloud part doesn't make any sense and our other gabby gabby w she said people disregard the arts but consume art 24 7. Facts. the arts are equally essential as them yep 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 like the other day i asked people like mm -hmm. how often do you listen to music and stuff like that and I got a range of responses. People were like, oh my gosh, all the time mm -hmm. when I'm working, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I don't think you guys realize how important it mm -hmm. really, really is. And again, I would just love to, I just love Edna Manley so much. Edna Manley has a special place in my heart. Um, yeah, so I really got exposed more to different forms of dancing mm -hmm. at Edna Manley, especially forms that relate more to the Caribbean, Jamaica, and all of that. And from there, I've been able to grow more as a dancer. And I just love the dynamic of creative people. See, a lot of them go out into education. A lot of them go out into marketing. Yeah. A lot of them are involved in the ads you see on TVJ and things like that. So I think it's very important. And what you, talk, what you spoke about introducing STEM at an early age. I remember one time I was watching Paw Patrol. Like, don't ask me, I was watching Paw Patrol, but I was watching Paw Patrol and I saw, like, I heard them talking about Newton's first law. I'm like, yeah. you're telling the kids about this from this age? Wow. <laughs> okay. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So I think, in addition to everything else that we said, HR in general needs to understand the point that you made that a lot of the skills that we earn. We, we've earned and that we've learned they're transferable yeah i don't think i don't think it connects to some people yet i really don't i don't think they understand i don't think they understand a lot of the skills are transferable so if any of you on here own a business or if any of you are employers and 
or anything like that. Please understand. <laughs> give the same people a chance. Give yes. them a chance. They have sense. They know. Please. Okay. Yes. Critical thinking skills. They're amazing. Give them a chance. And STEM students, please stop disregarding the art students. True. Art students, please don't look at STEM like this awful, technical, rigid, boring thing. Right. All right, and Andrew says, big up Edna Manley. The school is underrated because arts, they are indeed underrated. <laughs> Disney Junior is the best. Uh, I would say back in the day, I don't really like Disney now, but like, I get your point. So, Danielle, thank you so much for coming on here. Guys, if you have any more questions or comments, drop them down here below. Danielle, international Mullins, very busy lady, like, Ask her all the stuff, tell her all the stuff you want to tell her while she's here. Okay, Gabby, I see you. She said, I'm paying each side properly. I Preach. love that. Preach. Love you know, that. I see Andrew says, um, big up Edna Manley because the school is... That's so true because I remember one summer I did I did summer classes there in... I, like I said, I love the arts as well. So I did painting. Many first men have even noticed. I did ceramics at the CSEC level for CSEC art because I love ceramics at the time. Um, wow. I did ceramics and painting and a little bit of drawing with all, they expose us to all different stuff um, but my favorite is ceramics and painting um, and I remember the guy looked at me you know like the you know, professional and you know big painter guy and he's like oh you know everybody needs to select a picture to paint and so I selected this this very complex one and the whole of the class I looked at me and said <laughs> you like who is going to paint that like basically it's it's this style called um pastiche pastiche painting i think it's pastiche i don't know if i get the name right don't quote me on this but i think it's pastiche where you recreate a painting um it, and it wasn't even a painting it was a digital yeah gabby remembers it yeah gabby what because when i did that painting no i remember the first day i sat down and i just drew it out as i'm very very good at replicating i can replicate almost any image you give me in painting and so on so I draw it out and I do up my grid and thing, and then everybody say, hmm. And I said, all right, so I go on through again and I started painting it in. And people are like, yo, can we buy this from you? You know, can we do X, Y, Z? Can please, can we get this painting? Like, you know, and I just found it funny because at first, persons were looking at me and saying, no, so that girl I can't paint. This girl, she, she, she look how she's young at it. Cause again, I'm always <laughs> in these spaces that are really for older persons, and I'm always there at like two or three years below the age. Um, and so I was there, it's really, a, a, I think it was a Cape summer school something at the time when I was a C6 student. So, you know, they were like, what are you doing here really and truly? <laughs> um, and yeah, so I remember painting, everybody wanted it. I entered it in JCDC, it got silver, it got Ooh. silver in the island, etc. Like, Love people, that! You know? But overall, I said, people, be believe in yourself, yeah? No matter what anybody else tell you. If them tell you, say, I can't paint it, go on, show, try <laughs> paint it anyway. If they say you cannot do X or Y or Z, I think once you have that passion, that will, that determination, it don't matter what anybody else say. The streets can talk as much as they want to. Um, but real hearts, real drive, that's, that's where like, new ideas and life is really generated. Okay, wow. I love that, love that, love that so much. Um... I'm just so happy that you came and you spoke to us. I learned a lot from you today. I found out more about you and I learned out I learned about some other cool stuff too. And 
or views that had a good time here. Ooh. Okay, somebody said work for yourself, not them. Facts. Love that. Yeah. He said we so should again, use this. <laughs> I went to camp yeah, and so you're asking. <laughs> so again, Daniel, thank you for coming. Like this was an amazing discussion. One that really needs to be had. And I hope the powers that be, you know, they listen to this and they try and implement some of the suggestions that we made, okay? Yeah, All right. Thank you so much for having me, Gabby. It was my pleasure to be here. Big up, everybody. All right. Okay, so I'm just going to wrap up right now. Our last section is entitled Bright Opportunities. So, Daniel and everyone else, what I try to do is highlight some opportunities that you guys can go after and actually apply for them and you know upskill yourself and everything so there's a british council women in stem scholarship of course we're talking about stem and schemes i had to come through with that so if you apply to any university oops not any university imperial college in london in the uk please go and apply for that scholarship also, UNESCO Caribbean, they have a job offering open. Go over to their page on Instagram and you can very well find that. Other than that, for my geo people, people in science as well, OddPem has a job offering, offering and everything. They have that projects officer and all those kind of positions open. Go on their Instagram page, look for it, apply for it. And lastly, NWA, they're looking for a GIS officer. So my geo students, those of us who did GIS, other people in tech, and you're very versed with GIS software, please go and apply. So thank you again, everyone, for coming out. And I'm really glad that you had a good time here. So please enjoy the rest of your evening, right? Get ready. I know a lot of us were in university. You know, we have to go back to the real world now. We have mid-semesters coming up. Go and study, please. We're not failing around here. So go enjoy yourself and have a good evening. Thank you, Andrew.